Thank you for listening to the sermons here at Ascension Lutheran Church. Our worship services happen on Sunday mornings. 8.30 is our traditional worship service, and 10.30 is our contemporary worship service. We'd love to see you on a Sunday morning. You can visit us also on our website at www.alcrpv.org. We hope you enjoy the sermon. You know, it's some, a fascinating thing to come regularly to these same moments. And there's something very beautiful about the simplicity of the 10 o'clock service and about coming in, hearing these songs, hearing these readings. And as you prepare and as I prepare for Christmas, I'm always wondering what God is going to kind of prick me with. And what's the moment that I get to ponder and reflect, and then I can um, ask you and ponder with you those same questions. This year, I couldn't get past the question in my own heart and mind as to why did God have to make it so messy coming into the world? Now, what I mean by that is he came into a situation, and so much has changed from you know, 20 or 10 AD to now, right? We like fly in airplanes and drive in cars. A lot of things are different. But there's something that's the same. And that's if a young girl, let's say Mary's 13, 14, 15, which is realistic for how old she was. If a young girl gets pregnant out of wedlock, it's a scandal, and people love to talk about it. People love, and can you imagine the small town of Nazareth where she is? And this is the way Jesus came into this world, in this scandal. And I just, I just pause and go, why, God? Why was that the route you took? You know, if you had come to just a married couple like Scott and Emily and been baby number four, no scandal. It would have been easy. But yet this was the way you came. Now, of course, part of the answer comes in the fact that God wants to do the thing that only he gets the glory. So when you look at it, you say, oh, that wasn't by any other way than by what God has done. We've been studying the fruits of the Spirit this year um, here at Ascension. And this month, we've been talking about patience. Patience in the season of Advent, waiting for Christ to come. And to look at patience, we looked at Abraham. And we looked at what Abraham did as he journeyed. And the start of Abraham's story is similar to what we're talking about. When you go through and you see the lineage after the Tower of Babel, you'll get all the way down to these two, Abram and Sarai. And then there's this incredibly important verse. Because Abram is told, you're going to be the father of many nations. You're going to bless the people through your family. But there's a problem, and it's in verse 11, verse 30. Now Sarai was barren. She had no child. And you have to go, really, God? You chose the barren one. And he did. Why? So the glory would go to him. So when Isaac comes, the story is not about Abraham and Sarah, but it's about what God has done in them. 
And so this is at the very beginning of the people of Israel. God's glory being manifest in the birth of a child. And then we see the prophecies. And we see um, in Isaiah, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. And this prophecy, of course, is fulfilled in Mary. This is the book of Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. Do you see the drama around his birth? She's pregnant. I'm engaged to her. What do I do? How do I handle this situation? that the rumors start spreading. And yes, God's glory was pointed out by the fact that this baby came from this virgin mother. But I think there's even more going on there. And this is where I want to encourage you and pause you, cause you to think, hopefully, this Christmas and reflect. God came into a situation that even in 2023 is messy. In 2023 would have shame around it. And God chose to come into that situation. The emotion, the power, the, the distress that Joseph and Mary felt. God came and said, I am going to use this for my glory. And he takes this moment of shame, and it becomes a holiday, a day we celebrate thousands of years later. And I think each one of us, each one of us comes into this church with some different story, coming out of some different past. We have moments that we don't like to talk about. We have moments that we feel like the whole town of Nazareth was gathering around and talking about us. And we say, surely God can't love people in these situations. And this is the very situation that God chose to come into. I, the living God, come into the messy places of your life and bring grace and bring forgiveness and bring mercy. I come into the times of your life when you feel like the whole city is talking about you and you are the subject of all of the rumors and all of the snickering and laughter. And I bring my presence. I'm not afraid of those situations. I don't run from those situations. But I give myself, Emmanuel, God with us, most fully in those situations. And so as I said, I think, I think all of us have come into this place. We have things we shove down. We have things we don't like to remember. We have, we have things that we like to push away because if that is true about us, how can we be loved? And I would like for the story of Christmas to speak to that part of you today. I'd like for the story of Christmas to tell you that God came into a messy situation God came into the rumors. God came into the shame. 
And he brought grace. And he brought forgiveness. There is nothing that you bring into this church that God will not come into and speak mercy into. And so this Christmas is a time for you to look at that thing and no longer let it have power. No longer let it have the name that it gives you. But let this Christmas, God chose to come to Mary, an unwed girl, to Joseph, a confused man. He came into that to be with us. He lived He died and he rose from the grave so that you and I can leave from this place knowing that everything will be okay. Not because we're okay, but because God is with us. And so my prayer for us this Christmas is that you speak words of mercy, grace, and peace into those dark places. You let the light of Christmas invade those dark spots that each one of us has and let his grace be enough to give you the name that you deserve, child of God, because God is with us. Heavenly Father, what a a good gift What a good gift to know that you are with us and you are for us. And so, Lord, we um, come to this table and we come knowing that we do not deserve, knowing that what we bring to this table is only the sin and shame that make it necessary. But, Lord, you bring grace, you bring mercy. You bring yourself. And so, Lord, we are overwhelmed. We are overwhelmed by your light. We are overwhelmed by your goodness. We are overwhelmed by your mercy. And, Lord, let this Christmas communion be a time where we can proclaim to all the world, God has not forsaken us or abandoned us, but he is with us. Amen.